Hello, this is Frank. And this is Bobby. And you're listening to the audio portion of our TV program, An Overcoming Life. This is a program of anointed teaching and overcoming testimonies. If you want to be blessed, then keep listening to this program once a week. Please let us know if you were inspired by the program. Our address is P.O. Box 53, Tallahassee, 32302. And our email is intercedingprayer at yahoo.com. Welcome, friends, to an overcoming life. Yes, you can have an overcoming life through Jesus. On this program, we share testimonies of people that have overcome, and we bring you anointed teachings. Uh, the lady that I'm going to introduce really doesn't need any introduction. She's uh, such a blessing, and has brought so many wonderful, wonderful teachings on the program. So I know you're going to be glad you watched. So just ask God now to help you to receive what He wants you to receive from this. Melinda, thanks once again for blessing us with what God shared. Well, thank you so much. It's always a blessing to share the Word of God. And, you know, this is just such a awesome day. Uh, today we just got word that uh, Roe v. Wade has been overturned. And uh, I don't know if I could have got a better better news today than that and so you know so many people have stood so many people who love god and believe god's word and know god's word and that god was not happy with this law that had been passed 50 years ago and so we're just very excited and i believe that this is truly a turning point for america uh with this decision uh that came forth today from the supreme court justices so i just want to take a moment to pray before we get in to the message today father god in the name of jesus we just come before you such an awesome awesome mighty god lord thank you so much for answering the prayers of your saints over the years god that have stood in the gap and prayed god that this this law would be overturned, Father, and that the rights of the unborn, Lord, would be established. And Father, we just give you praise and honor and glory for it. And we thank you, Lord, for President Donald J. Trump that was a pro-life president and that uh, appointed these justices that were pro-life, Father, into the Supreme Court. We just thank you for using him, God. He was instrumental in this passing today along with these judges. And we give you all the glory and the honor. And we ask you, God, to protect those who, who stand for this, that there would be no rioting or violence, Father, and protect those uh, who have been instrumental, Father, in fighting for this to be completed. And we just give you all the glory and the honor and the praise for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I just felt it was so important that we yes. give God thanks for this. Uh, yeah. I just know in the spirit that this is a great turning point for our nation to head back into the right direction. And as I was even traveling here today, I, I saw myself as a little child. We would stack up dominoes, you know, and we would stack them big as long as we could. And all of a sudden, just by the tiny touch of your finger with the first domino, they all began to go down and crash. And uh, I, I feel like that's what God showed me. This is the beginning because this has been passed today. This is the turning point. And now there will be more and more things that will be tumbling down to the ground, even 
evil is going to be exposed and uh, crushed in the name of Jesus by the power of God. He's moving and he's getting this nation turned back in the right direction. And I believe every evil law, every law that has been established that does not line up with God's word will be reversed. It will be changed in the name of Jesus. And that's what we're going to keep standing and believing for. Amen. Amen. Well, uh, we want to get into the message today now. And uh, the title of my message is God Laughs. And uh, I just want to share with you an experience that happened to me on June the 6th of 2022. Uh, you know, I had been watching some things on television. I'm not going to go all into it, but it wasn't pleasant. And of course, it had to do with just this past election and things like that. But uh, I just was instructed in a strong way not to watch any more of it. And uh, but even the little bit that I watched, it just, you know, it really began to trouble me. You know, we have to be careful what we see. God says our eyes are the gateway to our soul and also what we hear. So anyway, I went to bed and uh, at some point in the night, uh, I awakened and all of a sudden I had a vision and um, I saw in this vision um there was a coffin and it was a wooden coffin and I heard the Spirit of Lord say very clearly he said this is the last nail and I saw the nail near the near the box this is the last nail that they are going to try to use to destroy America and after those words were spoken to me the lid on this box opened up and former president Donald Trump sat up in the coffin and that was the end of the vision and so anyway uh you know you can take that for what you whatever you however you want to take it but uh you know i just believe that god knows exactly what he's doing and he's going to reverse a lot of different things that were unjust and that justice is going to be prevailing very soon but anyway uh after that the next morning i got up and i was in a conversation on the phone with a friend of mine and she began to just talk about you know there's a term that's being used right now about whistleblowers and uh so she was talking to me about whistleblowers this and that and so uh as we're speaking i said to her well, maybe we need to get a whistle and start blowing a whistle and declaring, you know, that these whistleblowers need to keep coming forth, you know, and speak the truth that they know. And she kind of laughed and we hung up. And after I hung that phone up, I knew the Spirit of God. It was like he was just in, uh, speaking in my spirit saying, this is not just something that y'all were kidding about. This is something that I want you to carry through. See, it's very important that we do what God directs us to do. He says, declare and decree a thing and it shall be established amen and so i just said okay lord so i you know i didn't have a whistle and so i ordered one and uh so when the whistle came in i got it and uh, i was doing my morning devotion and uh praying and like i do every day every morning and um so all of a sudden i looked over and the whistle was laying there so i picked it up and uh, i stood up and I said, okay, Lord, I'm going to blow this whistle and I'm going to begin to just pray however you lead me. So I blew the whistle very loud and I just began to declare and decree that whistleblowers in the United States and throughout the world would begin to come forth in boldness and use courage and begin to speak out what they know and that things will be exposed. And uh, I began to say, come out of the darkness, come into the light and, and be, be bold and full of courage to stand and do what's right. And uh, 
You know, I know that some people even are in situations where they feel like their life will be in jeopardy if they do this. So, you know, it takes guts, but Esther had guts because her whole race of Jewish people were going to be annihilated. And she knew if she went before the king without being called, she could be killed. But she knew she had to do it. And some of you out there listening to me, you know what you have to do and you need to do it because eternity is forever. This life doesn't last very long. It's like a vapor. And you need to do and obey what God directs you to do. So anyway, so this is what happened. And so uh, God just confirmed, showed me something that was uh, quite amazing, you know, because I'm not watching a lot of the news. But I was on my phone. All of a sudden, this video comes up and this person that I know says, you need to really watch this. This is incredible. And basically, it was a man from Wyoming. Uh, and his name is Tony Goosh, G-O-O-C-H. I want to encourage you to find that video and listen to it. He is definitely a whistleblower. And uh, he is a former naval officer and an FBI agent that was imprisoned unjustly. And he knows why and he explains all this. But I'm asking you please to pray for this man that no weapon formed against him will prosper because there is a certain senator in Colorado that is trying to destroy him. And I, I'm asking you for prayer for this man of God. He is a Christian and he knows that's another reason he's being um, you know, targeted. So stand up and we need to pray for the whistleblowers. Amen. <laughs> when they do come forth. So I just wanted to share that briefly. So, you know, we're going to get into this message today. So this is how it all led up to this message about God laughs, you know. And so I would ask today this question, does God laugh at the wicked? And the answer is, yes, he does. The Bible proves that he does. And so, uh, you know, and then this one last part, after I prayed and I had blown the whistle, I sat down on my couch after it was over. And the moment I sat down, a holy laughter like lightning hit me and I began to laugh uncontrollably. I knew it was God because there was really nothing to laugh about at that hour of the morning, you know. And so I'm laughing and laughing. I would try to stop laughing and get my breath and then it would just start again. So I just let it go for as long as I felt like, you know, as long as it wanted to keep going. But as I'm doing this, I heard God is laughing, that he was laughing with me at that moment. He was laughing. And he's laughing at what the devil thinks he's going to do to destroy America and destroy his people. But it's not going to happen in the name of Jesus. It's not because he laughs at it. So I want to read, though, something in Proverbs 24, 17, which says, Do not rejoice when your enemy meets trouble. Let there be no gladness when he falls. For the Lord may be displeased with you and stop punishing him. Now, I wanted to bring this out because, listen, we're not just praying against, you know, that, oh, God, you know, we hate these people and we want them destroyed and brought down. No, that's not the way to pray. We pray that God has mercy on them and they turn from their wicked ways. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, w judgment will come if they don't turn. And if they don't turn and they fall and, and, and they meet their judgment, we're not to laugh and have a big party. God's not happy with that. So, you know, we just thank God that evil has not prevailed. You know what I'm saying? We give thanks to God. But as far as laughing and saying, oh, I'm so glad you dropped dead or I'm so glad, you know, this happened. You know what I'm saying? No, no, no that should not be in your heart. So I want to make that very clear. 
that that is not what we're all about. God is love, but he's also God. He's the Avenger. Amen. And you know, there, there's big Avenger movies and I love to go see them, but God is the great Avenger. There's nobody like him. Amen. And so we need to fear him and, and follow him all the days of our life. Uh, let's look at Psalm 2130. It says, no one, regardless of how shrewd or well-advised he is, can stand against the Lord. Nobody. I don't care if you're a king, a prince, a president, a senator, a representative, or whatever your place is in this world. Nothing, nothing, absolutely nothing that you try to do will stand against the Lord God when you're coming against him. So you might as well give up and turn to God, amen, and serve him and, and turn to righteousness. And then uh, after this encounter with the Lord, uh, he led me to Psalm 2, and it was so incredible what Psalm 2 said. I mean, I was just so, it just confirmed everything that had just happened to me uh, with my prayer and with the laughter and everything that happened. So in Psalm 2, this is what it says. What fools the nations are to rage against the Lord. How strange that men should try to outwit God. For a summit conference of the nations has been called to plot against the Lord and His Messiah, Christ the King. Hmm. Come, let us break his chains, they say, and free ourselves from all this slavery to God. Now listen, here's God's reaction. But God in heaven merely laughs. He is amused by all their puny plans. And then in fierce fury, he rebukes them and fills them with fear. For the Lord declares, this is my king of choice, and I have enthroned him in Jerusalem, my holy city. He has chosen one reply, one replies, I will reveal the everlasting purposes of God. For the Lord has said to me, you are my son, and this is your coronation day. Today, I am giving you your glory. Only ask, and I will give you the nations of the world, and rule them with an iron rod, smash them like clay pots. Listen to this very carefully. O oh, kings and rulers of the earth, listen while there is time. Please listen. Serve the Lord with reverent fear. Rejoice with trembling. Fall down before his son and kiss his feet. Before his anger is roused and you perish. This is a warning. I am warning you, his wrath will soon begin. But oh, the joys of those who put their trust in Him. Hallelujah. Those who put their trust in the Lord, we are His and nobody can ever snatch us out of God's hand. Isn't that, doesn't that bring great comfort? Oh, it brings such great comfort. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let me flip over now to Psalms 37. Went too far. 37, and I'm going to read uh, 12 through 15. Listen to this. The Lord is laughing at those who plot against the godly, for he knows their judgment day is coming. Evil men take aim to slay the poor. They are ready to butcher those who, who do right. But their swords will be plunged into their own hearts, and all their weapons will be broken. 
When you're on the road to destruction, that's exactly what it leads to. Destruction. Not for God's people, but for you. Amen? And let's look at uh, verse 32 through 40. Evil men spy on the godly, waiting for an excuse to accuse them, and then demanding their death. But the Lord will not let these evil men succeed. He will not. Nor let the godly be condemned when they're brought before the judge. Hallelujah. <laughs> Hallelujah. God is our judge. Amen. Yes. Don't be impatient for the Lord to act. Keep traveling steadily along his pathway. And in due season, he will honor you with every blessing and you will see the wicked destroyed. I myself have seen it happen. A proud and evil man towering like a cedar of Lebanon. But when I looked again, he was gone. I searched but could not find him. But the good man, what a different story. For the good man, the blameless, the upright, the man of peace, he has a wonderful future ahead of him. And for him, there is a happy, happy ending. Glory be to God. Yes, glory. We want a happy ending and we're yes. going to get one. Amen. But evil men shall be destroyed and their posterity shall be cut off. That's right. Amen. I know it's a heavy word, but you know, this is God's word. And there is a difference between those that serve God and those who do not serve him. There is a difference. Amen. And people will see the difference. They will see it in Jesus name. Now I want to turn over to Psalm 59. And I want to read 1 through 8. It says, Oh my God, save me from my enemies. This was David. Protect me from those who have come to destroy me. Preserve me from these criminals, these murderers. They lurk in ambush for my life. Strong men are out there waiting. And not, O oh Lord, because I've done them wrong. Yet they prepare to kill me. Lord, waken. See what is happening. Help me. And O oh, Jehovah God of heaven's armies, God of Israel, arise and punish the heathen nations surrounding us. Do not spare these evil, treacherous men. At evening, they come to spy, slinking around like dogs that prowl the city. I hear them shouting insults and cursing God. For no one will hear us, they think. Now listen to this. Lord, laugh at them. <laughs> you know, that la laugh means scorn. Be in derision and scorn. That's what it means. It's not like a laugh like we're just joyful. No, God's not joyfully laughing. That's the laugh. And that's what it means when God is laughing. He's laughing because he knows. You think you, you've got all your ducks in a row and you've got this thing wrapped up and all sewed up. But no, you don't. Because God's laughing because it, it will not work. So anyway so that's what it means it means to hold in derision mock or scorn you know in ecclesiastics 3 4 it says it's, there's a time to cry and there's a time to laugh hmm. and when the lord put this message together for me i'm telling you right now it's a time for laughing and it just confirms what happened today because i'm telling you the minute that i heard that roe versus wade had been overturned right. i just began to praise and worship god and i was so happy you know and i i felt like going and buying a piece of cake like cat curse says oh, you need yeah. to celebrate ahead of time and eat some cake amen <laughs> have a party amen that's yeah. what i felt like yeah. we need to have a party in jesus name that, yeah. exactly exactly <laughs> and so it's a time to laugh Job 5.22, excuse me, it says, You shall laugh at destruction and famine, 
and even war. Wild animals will not terrify you. It says we're to laugh. Laugh because we know that whatever the plan and plot is to bring destruction, it's not going to come. It's not going to destroy us. Amen. It will not. Job 8.21 says, The wicked plot against the righteous and gnashes his teeth at him. But the Lord laughs at the wicked, for he sees their day is coming. I don't know about you, but of course I love the Lord and I want to please him. Yes. But if I knew, if you know, and you can't tell me that you don't know you're wrong in your heart when you do things. We know when we do something wrong. We know. You know, there was a time in my heart that I, I made a comment to a friend. I said, if this other person died today, I would not shed a tear. That's how I felt. But yet here I am born again. I'm born again. I love God. You can't love God. You can't uh, serve him with hate in your heart. He said, if you have hate in your heart, you're a murderer. And my friends tried to console me and say, oh, well, you've been through so much. And I said, I don't care what I've been through. This is not the point. The point is, this is how I feel in my heart. And I am wrong. You got to admit you're wrong. And I did. I'm wrong. And I had to ask God to forgive me and give me the strength to pray for the person. I did that. There's a big turnaround. And we wouldn't have the godly relationship we do today if I had never done that. Hmm. God turned it around. You know, he says he'll take beauty for ashes and make something beautiful out of it. And he'll take what seems to be bad and evil and it'll turn around for your good. If if you do what the word says to do, pray for your enemies, pray for those that use you, pray for those that uh, steal, kill and destroy and do all kinds of manner. Of evil. Yes. Yes. God says pray for them. You must if you want it to work. It, it won't work if you don't. It won't work if you're holding hate in your heart. It just won't. So listen to this scripture. A man without God is trusting in a spider's web. I thought that was good. Everything he counts on will collapse. You know how you can just touch that spider web and it just comes down. Right. It just, it just, with just a not very much power to it, just and it's gone. It comes right on down. That's what happens, you know, uh, when you're not trusting in God. Proverbs seventeen twenty two says, "A cheerful heart does good like a medicine, but a broken spirit makes one sick." You know, God wants us to be joyful in our heart, and and so you know, we got to take the time to think about what we're doing when we hear the bad and say no I'm not going to I'm not going there I'm not going to participate in this I'm going to look at what God says about this and this is what I'm focusing on and that's what I had to do when I was hearing all the negativity on the television that day I had to say no I got to turn around and walk away from this right. so Isaiah 55:11 says so also is my word I send it out and it always produces fruit. It says it doesn't sometimes produce fruit. It says it produces fruit every time we send it out. And so we need to be sending it out our mouth. It says it'll accomplish all I want to and it'll prosper everywhere I send it. So we need to be sending the word into certain situations we're praying about. Send the word into our country, our nation, our leaders. Send the word into our children, our family, those that are lost. Send the word. You send the word and it says it will always prosper where we're sending it. it you will live in joy and peace. and We need to live in joy and peace. Amen. Amen and amen. I want to uh, turn over now and read uh, in Isaiah 54, 17. Let's see. 15. I want to start 15. It says, Indeed, they shall surely assemble, but not because of me, 
Whoever assembles against you shall fall for your sake. Behold, I've created, created the blacksmith who blows the coals in the fire, who brings forth an instrument for his work. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue which rises against you, you shall condemn. And another translation that says, and uh, you will be uh, uh, overturned through every courtroom lie. In other words, every courtroom lie that comes against you, God will see that uh, is, that's overturned. And so what a, I mean, I used to give that to the women in the prison and they love that. That's in the Bible. Well, of course it is. Dig in. There's so much good riches in the Bible. There's promises. So many incredible promises God has given us. And listen to this. Then it says, this is the heritage of the servants of the Lord. And their righteousness is from me, says the Lord. Do you know what heritage means? It means that everything God has done for us and what Jesus did on the cross, we have inherited these promises. This is our heritage. Why don't we eat it and consume it and grab hold of it? It's our heritage. God's done it for us already. So get in the Word and find out what wonderful, awesome things God has done for us. Amen? It's incredible. It's incredible. Um, Proverbs 22, 8 says, The unjust tyrant will reap disaster, and his reign of terror shall end. Psalm 75, 10. This is one I pray every day. I will cut off the strength of evil men, says the Lord, and increase the power of good men in their place. And so we pray, God, that you will cut off the strength of all evil men, all evil men, and increase the power of good men in their place. That's a wonderful scripture to be praying over our country right now yes. for all areas of our government in Jesus name. Now, I want to read. Um, let's see. Forty one. I want to flip over here to forty one. Isaiah forty one. Beginning with verse ten. Fear not, for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. Yes, I will help you, and I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Behold, all those who were incensed against you shall be ashamed and disgraced. They shall be as nothing, and those who strive with you shall perish. You shall seek them and not find them. Those who contend with you, those who war against you, shall be as nothing, as a non-existent thing. For I, the Lord your God, will hold your right hand, saying to you, Fear not, I will help you. Amen? Yes, Amen. God is Lord. so good. And then I just have just a few quotes that I want to give you real quick from Winston Churchill. I, loved, I love history, and I love some of the men that God has placed in these positions in, uh, in our history. Yes. Here's some of the things he said. Greatest prime minister that uh, Britain's ever had. <laughs> if you're going through hell, keep going. <laughs> Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is courage to continue that counts. Hmm. Never, never, never give up. Fear is a reaction. Courage is a decision. Courage is what it takes to stand up and speak. And courage is also what it takes to sit down and listen. Isn't that good? That's good. God is so good. And I just pray that you've been blessed, you know, today by this message. And I just encourage you, you know, to pray, continue to pray that God is going to continue to overturn and, and bring God's going to begin to turn our nation in a, in, a, in a new direction again. And I'm just very excited about it. Aren't you, Bobby and Frank? Yes, sure and, you know, I just want to say if there's anybody out there today and you're not born again, mm -hmm. just say, Jesus, forgive me of my sins and come into my heart. I believe that Jesus, you're the Son of God, 
And it says that if you believe that in your heart and confess it with your mouth, you'll be born again. Amen? Amen. 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 Oh, that's a wonderful message, Melinda. Praise God. Amen. Praise, praise God. Good. It was from Jesus. It's from the Lord. Amen. Yeah. yeah. That's uh that you know, you could turn around and listen to that again and get even more out of it. Yes. Because there's so much meat there. Yes. And uh, so we're on, on Saturdays at ten on this station. So watch us again and, and meditate on this. Time's up, folks, and we got to go. But we love you with the love of the Lord. And you're so important to us. I wish you would let us hear from you. It would be such an honor to get back with you and pray for you about your Pacific needs. This is Bobby. And Frank. And Melinda. Saying, God loves you, and so do we. This program was produced by the Overcomers Ministry, a nonprofit corporation. We have a team of loving, caring prayer warriors that will intercede over your request, pray, and email you back. Contact us at intercedingprayer at yahoo.com. This is Frank. And this is Bobby. Thank, Thank you, you for, for listening. listening.